0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Teves, and you're listening to Broke to Bankrolls Podcast. And with me, I have...
1: Mags!
0: (laughs) My partner in crime, and uh, yeah, we're coming to you live. Well, not live, since it's a podcast recording, but yeah, we're coming to you (laughs) recorded uh, from our apartment. And uh, we have some news for you guys. We have achieved our first baby step.
1: dun dun, dun, dun.
0: Uh, By baby steps, if you're not familiar, um... Dave Ramsey's style of financial freedom and independence, the first step is to save a $1,000 emergency fund. And we set out for that maybe, I don't know, like two weeks ago. Two weeks
1: ago, yeah. And
0: we reached it. So now that we have it, we can start moving on to baby step number, number two, two. Which is to pretty much pay off all our
1: debt. Debt, yeah. You know,
0: so luckily we don't have a mortgage. Mm-hmm. We just have a few student loans, credit card Car debt. Car loan. And um,
1: That's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But uh, pretty much what I wanted to discuss first is uh, the steps we took to reaching our first baby step, the saving Mm $1,000. And a big part of that, most people say, is budgeting. We didn't do budgeting per se, but we focused a lot on cutting back. Yep. And the biggest thing we did was cut back on eating out. Eating
1: out, yeah. We used to eat out like maybe four or five times out of the week uh you
0: four times four or five times me it was like six seven <laughs> you know I'd come home first and then yeah, you know I'd want to eat, eat and something then eat
1: and yeah I guess we didn't really get a chance to cook as much as we wanted to yeah. and now that we moved into the apartment not only do we have access to that stuff readily available it just makes more sense for us to do that yep um to cook because then we get lunch and mm. we get dinner and then sometimes left over for like whoever comes home first. Yeah,
0: which is usually me. Yeah. And I love it. So, <laughs> but uh, another thing about that is I noticed in my account immediately since I wasn't spending, I don't know, like five to $10 a day um, on lunch. I just saw the savings immediately, and you know? that's something I could roll over into the savings, which is why we were able to reach it so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't sure how we'd be able to do it with as far as with the new apartment, as far as paying for all the utilities and stuff like that. But everything mm-hmm. just seemed to work out and Definitely fall into did. place, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah. And also this month, well, I guess that falls into a different topic, but we were able to kind of work in some side hustle stuff that we'll talk about later in the podcast.
0: Yeah, well, to a little small degree, uh, a tiny
1: degree, but yeah. still, still.
0: One thing that helped a little bit was I had a bunch of old video games that I didn't play. Like, I have an X- I had an Xbox, and I gave it to my sister because I have a PS4, PS4 for life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I had these Xbox games, and she really doesn't play video the same video games I play. So, we decided to just post some of them up on some... Macari? Yeah, Macari, which is like, I guess, sort of like eBay, and in, in which case... It's it,
1: pretty much one of those sites where you can sell anything and everything for your, from your home... Um, literally, clothes, furniture, video games, anything that you can sell, you can buy from that site. And I've been doing this since God knows how long. Mm-hmm. And this time along, I posted as video games. and
0: Yeah, like Metroid. She posted Metroid Metroid Prime 2. Yeah. And that sold in like 10 minutes.
1: Not even. Like after I hit post, someone messaged me and was like, hey, can I buy this? Yeah,
0: which I didn't expect. It, but, <laughs> you know, GameCube games are hard to find because, you know, there's not too many of them. But I think we saw that Halo and like maybe some other stuff.
1: Um, as far as what did we have to compromise anything to reach our baby step? Um, for me, I think the the only hardest it wasn't hard, maybe a little bit more challenging is that I I like to celebrate things a lot. So recently, this past week, it was Valentine's Day, and then our anniversary was a few days later. Oh yeah, yeah. And I am such a romantic, so I like to. We don't necessarily have to eat out, but I like to, like, make dinner or go out to eat or, like, just be celebratory. Yeah. So, knowing that we were on a budget, like, I wanted to go out so bad, and it was just, like...
0: I know she didn't, uh, and I'm not really the type of, to, you know, want to go out all that and all that stuff, but, I, you know, uh, Valentine's Day and the anniversary are two big things. So, I was like, yeah, I'm going to have to bite the bull, and we're going to have to do this, but... but <laughs> Maggie came in clutch with a $50 gift yeah, card well, for red
1: lobster. Yeah, because. From um, like
0: three years ago? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, a friend's mom gifted me a $50 red lobster gift card over a year ago, and I had never used it. So, we've been, it just happened to come in handy. We got two free meals. Yeah, two free
0: much. meals and like a dozen biscuits. Yeah. And if, you know, everybody loves cheddar over. biscuits. Yeah, so we had some left over. And some points, so I know she has enough on it to get some more biscuits if she's ever in the mood. But, um. Let's
1: be honest, those biscuits are for you. Yeah.
0: 100%.
1: (laughs) Completely for you. I think I ate like two.
0: But, uh, another thing was a big part of, uh, a big part of what people talk about when they say, you know, budgeting and, um, all that stuff is tracking your expenses. Mm -hmm. The thing about me is I never really tracked my expenses because, um, every time, every pay cycle, I was always, even when, um, even when I first got my job that I had now, or before the job, um, I was always able to you know, just go throughout the week and have some money left over. So whenever an emergency came up, I just had the money. So I was like... I was never in the mindset of budgeting because I never felt I needed to. So it was that. And then on top of that, it's easy to plan your money, but it's hard to plan with someone else's money mm-hmm. in mind because mm-hmm. then you have to take apart not just their spending habits, but the way they think about money and how they handle mm-hmm. certain things.
1: And their impulses. Because I know for me, we had a tough discussion because when I get paid, I pay all my bills and kind of do everything I need to do. And then I figure out how to stretch the rest of the money throughout the week Mm -hmm. instead of waiting till my next paycheck.
0: Yeah, because what I like to do is I I don't like to pay things too early. I'll always pay things like the day of just in case I need the money for something else, Mm -hmm. which is, I know it sounds kind of confusing, but... I tend to hold on to money until right before my next paycheck, just in case I need it for any little unexpected thing, like you know I get a ticket or you know I got to change my oil or something, anything you know, like much more important things. But if anything comes up and I need to just jump on top of it, I have I like having the money on hand. Mm-hmm. So that was one thing. And then another thing is, while we were budgeting, I guess Mags felt that I was over over-scruti- overscrutinizing, oh, or yeah, she thought I she was, she was worried about me being pretty much a budget Nazi.
1: That was a very tough conversation yeah. to be had. This is this is my first time having to be open with anyone financially. Yeah. I've always been very responsible with my money since from a very young age. And so my parents kind of trusted me to do my own thing. So not only did my financial situation change, I had to account for it and be responsible for it directly and be open about it to someone else. So... Even though like you're my life partner and mm-hmm. we talk about everything, it was still tough for me to be so vulnerable yeah. with something so personal to me. And just having to, to basically answer to him why I decided to buy a wig when well, I first got paid. It wasn't really answering. It was just like, uh <laughs> It wasn't it's, answering. It's was just being held accountable
0: for like little small purchases. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had to keep in mind not to just buy food whenever I felt like it. But um, another part of that, what you were saying as far as um, being accountable and, you know, getting used to talking to someone about your money, I think came down to a part of how our families really just dealt with money Mm -hmm. to begin with. Because Mm -hmm. in my family, from when I was a kid, my parents always talked to me about money. And then when I got a job, they'd be like, oh, so what are you going to do with this, that, and the third? And always trying to make sure I'm on track. So Mm -hmm. money was something that we just talked about openly and freely. Like you see me with people and when I get around people and I talk about money, I just... I just go yeah, off. And we you talk about all kinds all the of stuff.
1: Questions. I
0: mean, I don't feel it personal. I feel you know, money is. I think money is something that should be kept a secret. As far as I you know, I wonder
1: if it's a culture thing, though. If you if you guys come from different cultures, or let us know, like in the comments, or if you leave a review or, or reach out to media, us on social media, broke yeah. the bank
0: rolls. I'll say that again later.
1: <laughs> Get the conversation going with us. Let us know how man, money was handled in your household growing up. Because for me, money was never talked about. My dad always took care of everything. My mom took care of the family, so it was kind of like that's just how money works in the household. Um, and that, that's not the case now. Like now we all have to be very open with our finances and very responsible and being held accountable. So that's changed for mm. us, you yeah. know, and living with you in your household and seeing how money was, it's the total opposite for me. So it's like, Whoa, what do you, everybody knows how much everyone makes like what? Yep. Every, and everyone every, talks everybody. about it so openly, you know? And I like that. I like that a lot. Cause you know exactly what's going on.
0: So uh, what you're saying is we, we have it all figured out. Uh, I just rolled my eyes so hard. <laughs> I it's, guess it's because I, I look at money as just another thing.
1: different things, yeah. yeah. Mm. Now,
0: as far as long-term goals, Mags and I have two <laughs>
1: completely, completely different <laughs> goals.
0: I've always wanted to own property. I've always wanted to, you know, more recently, I've always wanted I've wanted to do rental properties. Before, I just wanted to have a house. But now, growing up and seeing how the market works and how money works, just buying a house and living in a house is not the end all be all for me I want multiple st- streams of income mm-hmm. you know through rental properties and you know flips if that turns out to be profitable but I just you know property was just my main thing that was my priority as opposed to you was
1: I was looking forward to growing old by myself living in a condo somewhere in of a price New York City mm-hmm. and just being happy with that but again moving in with your family my priorities changed and it was like you know what I want to have a house that I can pass on to my kids. Mm-hmm. And and what are they? Assets?
0: Yeah, assets in the generational so,
1: generation, world. Build generational wealth.
0: Now, looking at everything totaled up, the total amount of all our loans, credit card, and car loans is $84,731.83. 83 cents. Sounds like a lot. To some people. I mean, it is, because there's it's no skip in the park. Mm-hmm. But um, my mentality as far as looking at this is... It's like chopping down a tree. You got to take it one swing at a time. Mm -hmm. So we just got to deal with this. We don't really have a date yet. But as long as we focus on it and, you know, what's that, gazelle focus, Mm -hmm. we'll knock it down in no time. So uh, one thing that I've seen with a lot of people when they do this journey is they talk about multiple streams of income. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I I know I said the the financial properties is... Uh, prior long-term priority of mine Mm -hmm. but I've kind of wanted to see if I could find a way to mix my interest with property into a side hustle so I started looking focusing on trying to get my real estate license Mm -hmm. and it's like with 75 hours I think I'm like 10 hours into it now but that's something I want to do as far as like a second stream of income because Mm -hmm. I want to notice a lot a lot of successful people they try to get as much money coming in from many different directions as possible as far as you know investing and you know compound interest as far as retirement retirement uh, accounts and things like that. Mm-hmm. It's just, you got to always find a way to keep moving forward and then, you know, getting getting streams of income.
1: Mm-hmm. For me, it's been more so, currently, it's more so the selling of things online. In the past, I've made a little bit of pocket change from um, my blog and posting social media, stuff like that, um, advertisements and um, like little sponsorships and promotions. But currently, it's been, like I said, selling stuff on Macari. Um, my online store did very well in the beginning, but we can talk about that at a different time. Mm-hmm and um yeah doing overtime is a huge thing for me right now yeah. um because i know for sure that's a uh a, a confirmed source mm-hmm. is that a good yeah? like a definite source you it's know. a definite source like i know for sure if i stay here and my job kind of requires me to do a lot of overtime anyway so i'm like might as well just rack that up when i can
0: yeah, same with my job, but the only thing is my job is slightly, well, not slightly. It's a lot more dangerous than your job. Than your job is a little bit so more dangerous So try to mine. avoid the overtime whenever I can. Um, I'll probably go into what I do later on another point. Yeah. But, um, yeah, overtime is something that you can use a little bit here and there, but as far as, you know, if you have a dangerous workplace, you kind of want to avoid it. But yeah. I've seen other people, they really kill it with the overtime. Like, I think, I forgot one page that I was following. I think they did, like... Seven hours of overtime one time, and they're like a contract lawyer. Or wow! They build their clients, so you know overtime is definitely a viable option, especially if it's if you make more at your job than you do your side hustle. I mean, why not? Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, I'm sure you guys are familiar with uh, different ways of paying down debt. But let me talk about two ways that you know we learned about. One is the debt snowball, and the other is the debt avalanche. Mm-hmm. The debt avalanche is pretty much where you go about paying the int- the loans and the debts with the highest interest rate. The reason you do that is because Whatever has the highest interest interest rate is costing you the most money because, you know, you gain more interest with a higher interest rate. Right. That takes into account um, just the money that you'd be spending throughout the whole duration of all your loans and own money. But what we chose was the debt snowball, which is made popular by Dave Ramsey, where pretty much you pay the smallest balances and after you knock out the smallest balance, you move up to the next smallest and you take all that money and you start Paying off, you know, the debt a little bit faster like so that. So
1: it's a snowball effect. You just keep adding on the money that you were paying off the smallest one with. You add on to what you're paying every mm-hmm. time.
0: Yeah, so that that one is not as effective, but it does take into account human nature because you know some people need the small wins to help them, you know, keep pushing and you know keep fighting against the debt. Mm-hmm. So with all that being said, we with the snowball method we knocked out one of the student loans already. Yes. Max, you want to tell
1: them. We paid off the first smallest student loan. Now, this one was $389.23 with an interest rate of 6.8. Oh, my goodness. That was actually one of my highest um, interest rates from the federal loans. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, this was maybe top three, the highest one. Yeah. And so, this is completely paid off. Funny enough, this debt came from, followed me all the way from 2012. And it's just been sitting there. And because I was making... Um, lump sum payments it was just chipping away at it like by the sense mm-hmm. as opposed to me just throwing the three the, yeah, the, yeah the full balance at it so i'm so happy that i've finally been able to do that i am super excited and like t said before i'm the kind of person that i need the small wins so seeing this this morning i paid it off and i just i've been smiling all day i'm so excited to start tackling the other debts and i cannot wait to share the good news with you guys along the way
0: yep so next we got the next two payments are the credit cards, which I'm happy to do because those have the highest interest rates. Mm-hmm. I think they're about roughly close to 25 percent. Sorry, twenty five percent interest. So you know they're which costing us quite a bit of money. Yeah. So we want to knock those out and then you know get get up to the you know the higher balances. I think they were like one in change, a thousand in change, mm-hmm. and two thousand in change. So mm-hmm. once we get that, you know, we'll be full steam ahead with the rest. You know, with a little bit of extra money freed up to pay down some other things. Exactly. All right, well, that's about it. That's all we got for now. And that's
1: the updates we have for this week.
0: We appreciate you guys for listening. If you guys want to follow us on social media, we are on Instagram and Facebook. Broke to bank Bankrolls. Rolls. That's broke, the number two bankrolls. All one word. You could let us again. You could find us on Instagram and Facebook. We appreciate you guys for listening and hope you guys have a great day.
1: And if you're a friend or a family member, be sure to leave a review. Give us some readings so we can know how you're enjoying these podcasts so far.
0: Even if you're not, leave leave a review anyway. Exactly. Have a good
1: one. Bye, guys.